Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning, everybody. Uh, so glad to be here today. I've got joining me today, Jim Toner. We're going to talk about Jim in just a second. Of course, like I do in all my shows, I'm going to give Jim an opportunity to brag about himself. I'm actually excited to hear about this. But um, hey, here, here's why this show is so important today. Um, we're going to talk about how not to be smoke and mirrors, how to really bring uh, bring it for your clients, how to let them know you care. Why is this important? Well, when you have clients that know that you really care about them that you really can deliver. They're going to be lifelong clients. Uh, They're also going to be great for word of mouth. So uh, that's really what Jim specializes in. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, I'm here with Jim. So Jim, you're you're just down the road from me in Scottsdale, Arizona. I actually met you though in Cleveland at the GKIC conference. So it's funny that we live like 20 minutes away from each other. I had to go clear to Cleveland to meet you. Yeah, Cleveland of all places because (laughs) I'm I'm originally from Pittsburgh. So (laughs) Pittsburgh and Cleveland kind of got this thing going, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I, I made it. I made it to Cleveland, and it was worth it. I got to meet you, and uh, it was you awesome. Go. So it was worth it just because you yep. got to meet. Oh, that yep. makes me feel so good. I'm, I'm sure there were some other reasons too. But, um, but you know, there, there seems there should be a song about that, right? You, you met me in Cleveland. Is there? I, I don't know. I heard you used to. Most sing, people though. are trying to get out of Cleveland. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to sing. I used to sing in a band. I yeah. Did. Well, maybe That's... maybe at the end, if we have enough time, we could have you uh, sing a song for us. I, well, I don't know. I. I only sing solo now. Oh, okay. Solo okay. people can't hear me. Oh, solo. <laughs> okay, got, got. Uh, that's all right. Well, Some well, things are better left alone. <laughs> yes, I, I I understand how that is. You know, um, if any of you have heard me sing, you you know that uh, that's the truth. You don't want to hear me sing again. But but excited to have you here today, Jim. So the first thing that I like to do on my show is uh, give my guests an opportunity to brag. So I want to know uh, really why we should listen to you, and I give you permission to brag. So tell us about some of your accomplishments. Go ahead. Oh God! It's like I'm incredible. I have um, my <laughs> yes, biggest like my story. biggest accomplishments by far are the incredible amount of failures I've had, yeah. and a lot of people don't want to talk about that or they don't want to address it because they feel it will tarnish their you know so called image. Right. But the reality is that's where the money is. Um, in this world today of fake. I think that, um, you know, people are craving real. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to get up and tell an audience or your customers or your potential customers, hey, you know what, I'm I'm really good at what I do, uh, but let me tell you how I got to be really good because I screwed up a lot. And that's basically my story. I'm really good at what I do. My claim to fame was in... um, you know, how to make money investing in real estate. But I, I slowly morphed into, with my partner, John Mullery, um, business fixers. Right. And, I mean, because I, you, you pick any business, and we can go into it and find these incredible problems. And, so uh, so kind of like the uh, the show, you know, Fixer Uppers on uh, HGTV, that's what you do for businesses, right? You yeah, go in, you yeah. remodel them, you make them more valuable. Exactly. Uh, I, I like that a lot. And, you know, I yeah. like what you said about failures. And I'm just going to ask you permission right up front to interrupt you because yeah. one of the things I like to do is pull out these gold nuggets. As I hear about your story, and anytime I have someone on that's super successful, what I like to do is figure out why. So I, I love what you said about the failures. And I think that's so important that we share those with people, um, especially with our clients, because nobody mm-hmm. wants 
wants to work with somebody that's perfect. Right. It's somebody that's you know failed and learned, and it's really that experience that we're hiring. It, it's it's the person that said, hey, you know, I've been where you right. are, I've done what you've done, and I've overcome it, and here's how. So so that's great. So I want to hear about your story, and maybe that means hearing about some of your failures. Yeah. But how, how did you get to be this business fixer upper? I guess, you know, it's it's just from being around and being, like I used to say, I, I like to say, in the trenches. Mm-hmm. The, the problem I see with so many uh, so-called gurus out there today is they're not what they, you know, claim to be. I'm not slamming anybody. It's just you can't just slap up a website and say, hey, I'm this. You have got to have gone through the blood, sweat, and the tears for years and years and years to be able to say, hey, you know, I'm, I earned this. I'm bruised. I'm battered. I'm bloody. I know what works, I know what doesn't work. And I've been at this for about 27 years now, and there's not many mistakes I haven't made. So blood, sweat, not and tears for years. Write that down that if you was, haven't already. That but. was impromptu. <laughs> I did not think about that. <laughs> I love it. It just came out. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So blood, sweat, and tears for years. And I like that you brought this up, too, because, you know, uh, to be considered an expert, a lot of people say, you know, well, you got to have degrees. you got to have credentials. Yeah. you got to – and, you know, some of that's true. But really, I would rather work with somebody who's been where I've been and is where I now want to be as a client rather than working with somebody who's got, you know, 50 degrees on the wall but has never really experienced what I've experienced. So it's it's that school of hard knocks that's so important, right? Yeah, like just to use the investment real estate for analogy, I made millions of dollars in that. I lost millions of dollars. Who do you want to talk to, me or somebody that claims they never made a mistake on a deal? I mean, you know, yeah. you, you make the mistake of your life by saying, well, I'll talk to the person that never made a mistake because they're lying. Okay, so tell me the top three biggest mistakes and lessons you've learned to get to where you are today. Oh, God. Um, and you put me on the spot there. Uh, the, <laughs> the, um, Love doing that. Okay, in no particular order, um, one big mistake that I see a lot of people make is you get to a certain level of success and you know it all. And mm-hmm. you decide to stop learning, as you know the uh, the old phrase. You you stop. What what do they say? Uh, bre- or who who? What's that say? You go uh, with who brought you to the dance, or stick with who brought you to something well, like that. Well, I don't know that that saying, but I do know what you're trying to convey. Which yeah. Well, is, what is got that, yeah, me yeah, there? Right. I stopped doing. Right. Like I. I was a um, personal development junkie. Mm-hmm. I l- literally read thousands of books. Okay, I would re- I've been there, I think. Oh, yeah. Did, all, I mean, I did. I literally, from the time I was yeah. 17, I was just brainwashing myself mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And it got me to a level of success. Well, when I stopped doing that because I was making so much money and I knew everything, right. slowly things started to disappear. So that's lesson number one. Do not stop learning and don't think you know it all because you don't even if it's to learn what not to do so so what you're saying is that you you in your life you were investing basically into your personal development Mm -hmm. you got to a certain point was that when you were in real estate yeah, that's what I was doing, investment okay. real estate. Right? So so when you were doing investment real estate and then you stopped investing in your own growth and personal development, Correct. and that's when things started going down. Yep. You know, that's that's so true. And just yesterday I was thinking, you know, I get to these points in my business or with these partners that I work with, they get to these points where 
they, uh, you know, they've been so successful, they stopped doing things. Well, then a few months later, then they're experiencing this, you know, hurt and pain. And so they really go at it again. And, right. and then they get back up to that level of success. And then they back off again. And it's that, you know, what if we just always every day mm -hmm. w worked as if we were striving towards our biggest goal as if we were drowning if we swam like we were drowning every day we would we would reach those goals so i appreciate you saying that what's the second lesson you've learned uh trust your instincts and this, this sounds very cliche mm -hmm. but it's cost me more money than i can even calculate the fact that i didn't everybody's got that internal voice and i know it sounds corny people like oh your inner voice you know new agey and things like that and, and i'm not that kind of guy i'm from pittsburgh pa yeah. but it's very real it's mm -hmm. very real and in this business world especially in today's climate you know your your head is full of voices from everywhere from places like Facebook to seminars to Instagram everybody's got the next big thing right and everybody's tempted you know by the shiny things to get sucked into something when more often than not that in instinct that internal voice is saying something's not right here something's not right and yet we do it anyway whether it's choosing a bad partner mm -hmm. or getting into a bad venture and we just ignore it when inside right. we know it's wrong and you know I would almost have to say that might be at the top of my list you've got to trust that inner voice that instinct mm -hmm. because it's always right if something doesn't seem right you've got to take a step back and say let me look yeah closer at this situation because something inside saying you know it's not right yeah and uh, you know I've, I've been there done that so when was that point for you what was that what was a time when you didn't listen to that are you are you willing to say this <sighs> oh guy I mean it's not that I'm not willing to say I'm trying to pick the best <laughs> one um, oh god let's see here what was a I guess one of them was in one of my old companies I brought someone on uh, because I knew them mm -hmm. and you know they were actually an old friend and they were someone that uh, real good talker real good schmoozer right. but my instincts were saying you know they don't understand what we do they're not I'm starting to think they're all smoke and mirrors but they lived in the neighborhood and they yeah. were you know that, fairly that successful old friend yeah, card, successful. Right? <laughs> and they were successful in their yeah. own right yeah. but my gut was telling me um you know don't do it don't do it and as well as my wife saying don't do this mm -hmm. and i ignored it yeah and i brought them on and it lasted about a year but the whole time was a struggle and it ended up they had embezzled over two hundred thousand dollars from my company oh and, and my gosh, sank my yeah. company wow so all because I didn't listen to my listen gut. To that it was gut. saying, yeah. And I like know. to call it intuition for those yeah. you know listening. They know I wrote the book Soul Intuition. That's something that I think is so big that they're you know sometimes things aren't always as they seem, or sometimes it's not a one size fits all. It's that learning to listen to that inner voice and knowing what's right for you and your right. business uh, that's really going to lead you towards success. So uh, let's real quickly one more failure and what you learned in your journey to where you are today. Uh, one more failure. Uh, I, I guess at some point, and there's a lesson here, you want to, it's not so much a failure, but it's a lesson. You have to be true to yourself. When I stopped being who I really was, mm -hmm. my true self, and again, that sounds new agey, but it's true. You know, I went from barely gradu graduating high school to making, I was putting 100000 115000 bucks a month in my pocket. Jeez. You know, it's yeah. that's kind of a shift. And I'm yeah. buying $100,000 cars and living a million dollar home. It wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. 
And I began to change, and I began to change in a way that wasn't a good way. And it was only after I got back to being my true self, who, who I really am, you know, the old saying, comfortable in your own skin, um, that things turned around. Because when, you, when you're putting this image out there of someone that you're really not, invariably you'll fail at some point because you can't, you just can't pretend forever. You've got to be who you really are. Well, and, and when it comes to clients and really letting your clients know you care about them, if you're your inauthentic self, yeah. that is not going to ring true to them. I, I can't tell you how many speakers or business people I've worked with, and they think they need to be a certain way, so they portray themselves that way on stage or when yeah. they're selling, and then they're really, you know, totally different. So, for example, me, when I first got started, I, I'm a pretty, uh, just naturally kind of soft, more quiet, a lot of feminine energy, and I would see all these speakers on stage as just being loud and boisterous and bold. So I thought that's who I needed to be. So when I sold or when I was on stage, that's who I was. But then people bought for me, expecting this loud, boisterous person. I, in turn, was this soft, very intuitive, you know, lots of feminine energy. And they said, wait here, this is not what I bought. So, you know, I learned what you learned. If you really want to attract the right kind of people and clients, and it, it, no matter how much money you have to really align yourself um, and create the best results for your clients and true happiness in your life, you do need to be your authentic self. So I appreciate you sharing that. So you basically went from barely graduating high school to making millions in real estate to losing millions in yeah. real estate to uh, to now working with, you've worked with some pretty uh, prominent and amazing businesses. Who have you worked with? Um, businesses or business people? Oh, well, both. Well, I mean, I've got some pretty heavy duty mentors. Bill Bartman, who he just recently passed, but right. Bill at one point was the 26th richest person in the world. He's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, my best friend is Frank McKinney. Frank for those who don't know who Frank McKinney is, just Google Frank McKinney. He's the world's number one developer of ultra-luxury spec homes, meaning oh, he'll build a home on spec and sell it. And his oh homes gosh. are 40, does 50, he have, does he have homes 60 million dollars. No, God, he's been, I'll tell you how big he is. He's been on Oprah twice. Oh, okay. So Frank's yeah. like, they call him the real estate rock star. Wow. He's, he's, you know, he's just done it all. And, you know, the people we work with right now aren't really, um, they're not named people there. They're the people, back to the authentic mm -hmm. self. I wanted to work, and my partner John wanted to work with small business owners. We feel small business owners are the backbone of the country. Mm -hmm. right. And I just know that 99 out of 100 are making horrific mistakes daily in their business, and they don't even know it. So we wanted to go in and be able to work with small business owners, anyone from doctors to attorneys or carpenters or whatever they are, go in, tear their business apart, and say, okay, here's the diagnosis, mm -hmm. here's the cure, what do you want to do? You know, and here's what really struck me when I first met you and John, and, and uh, you know, um, unfortunately, John had an emergency and couldn't be joining us, um, but glad to have you here, Jim. One of the things that really struck me about both of you was your, you, you had these simple solutions to some of these things that businesses didn't even know that they were doing wrong. And just as we sat and talked, I thought, Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Why haven't I thought of that? Or wow, that's a great that's a great uh, you know thing to implement in my business. So when you work with businesses, basically what you do is is you 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 take an outside perspective, which mm -hmm. and I've quoted this a lot of times with James Dentley, one of my favorite people. Recently started doing a speaker trainings with Les Brown. He always says it's hard to see the picture when you're outside when you're inside right. the frame. So you need to take somebody from outside the frame. So you come from outside that frame. You look at the picture of the business. You say, okay, here here's the places where you could be doing simple things to really help your clients know that you care about them, to uh, make more revenue, and you go in and and fix those problems right yeah and it's funny um, because the way the whole thing started 
you know, I have a very particular skill set uh, that made me a lot of money. But there was a, a skill set that I didn't have that if I had it would have made me a lot more money. And so I s started to seek out someone that would have that. And I ended up finding John Mulry <laughs> yeah. in Ireland. And yeah. it was funny because I brought to the table what he didn't have. He brought what I didn't mm -hmm. have. And so now when we look at businesses, we it's so clear for us like, wow, you know, you don't have this part that I bring. You don't have this part that John brings. So we're basically just giving them a complete overview of their business and saying, if we just did this, this, and this, we can 10 times your revenue. Wow. And it's something they didn't even know was missing because that's what businesses do. They get into something because they like doing it. I like cooking, so I'll have a restaurant. Right. I like working on cars, so I'll have auto body. Well, unfortunately, that's just one really teeny, teeny piece of what it takes to run a business and make money, which is why most businesses fail within the first five years. So we go in and say, do you want a business or do you want an asset mm -hmm. that you can build up and sell? And they're like, yeah, because if you've got something you gotta go to every day and you're just punching the clock, that's a job. But if right. you've got a business that's systematized and it runs on its own, if you can leave for 30 days and come back and it's the same, now you got something that's worth so money. So what you really do is turn people's hobbies into real businesses, right? <laughs> yeah, turn I will say, you know, if there's something you love to do and you're an entrepreneur and you're doing it because you love to do it and you aren't making any money out of it, that is not a business, it's a hobby. It's exactly so, right. Or uh, it's a job, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you really become a master, I mean, well, your finances or whatever, the job becomes your master and so exactly. you becoming a master over what you do. Okay, so somebody, who would be your ideal client? Who would, if there's somebody listening right now, they're thinking, gosh, I've got this business, it's kind of my hobby right now, I'd like to make more money. I mean, who 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 would be someone that you would, would work with or be able to help? Okay, that's a great question because the answer is going to be a great lesson okay. for the listeners. Okay. Um, I, I personally think, and I know John, my partner feels the same way, that it's very important to, to pick and choose who your ideal customer is. Mm -hmm. I, I don't believe everyone should be your customer because you don't want everyone as your customer. Well, you that's want, part of caring for your clients. Yeah, too, you want right? your avatar. Who, who, what does my perfect customer look like? Okay, they're this, they're this, they're this, they're this, they're this. Because ideally you want someone that can relate to you and they, they have a similar mindset. Mm -hmm. For instance, if someone is diametrically opposed to my thought processes, like I'm a, for, I'm, okay, I'm a conservative, um, ha, you know, hardcore entrepreneur, but if this client is ultra liberal, they work for the government, I don't care, we'll never work to, we, it won't work. It right. won't, so why would I waste time chasing that person as a customer? So yeah. you should be the same with your business. Who do you want as your customer? So we look for small business owners uh, that generally have, that they're doing between uh, 500,000 and you know, 3 million a year, uh, been in business at least five years. They study personal development material. They've been to seminars before because oh, that that's shows- very specific. I well, like that. it is because it shows they're searching for information. Mm -hmm. If someone is not interested in finding more information, that's not us because they're not going to take you know, what we have. Um, we like somebody that, um, we're, well, at least I'm, I'm pretty blunt. Like, I don't play games when I'm meeting with somebody at their yeah. business. I, it just doesn't work. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. And if someone's right. screwing up, I have no problem telling them. And the people we work with, they, like, love it. They're not offended by it because <laughs> yeah. they're our kind of people. Yeah. If I was working with someone else that was completely different, they'd be like, how dare they, you? If they wanted a cheerleader, you're not yeah, their guy. Yeah, I'm not the cheerleader. Okay. No, I'm here to them. make you money. Like, the, the thing Johnny always says, look, we are here 
for our best interest. Mm -hmm. It just so happens our best interest is yours. So you're lucky, you know, because it's true. Let's, uh, no bones about it. We're here to make money, gang. We are here to make money, and we're going to make that money by making you money. Yeah, and I, you know, that's what you have to do. And if yeah. your clients feel like you care about them, you have to and care. that that's what you want to do, then they're going to come back. They're going to refer you. So you now, you for the second segment, we're going to have coming up Coach Kelly. Porter, who is amazing. Uh, we're going to add some feminine energy here, and then we're going to nice. bring you back, Jim, for the last segment. Um, but just before you go, um, and we're gonna ha we'll have you and Kelly back for the last segment, uh, what's your website? Uh, folks can go to sendinthewolves.com. Send in send the, the Wolves. John and I, like I just wrote a number one Amazon bestseller called Send in the Wolves, yeah. and it's, uh, it's a really good book. And it um, talks about the realities of business, gives right. strategies, but yeah, sendinthewolves.com. Okay. Well, so if you like what you've heard from Jim today, you can go to sendinthewolves.com. He'll be back in for the third segment. Coming up next, we've got Coach Kelly Porter, who's overcome just horrific life challenges uh, to now be a successful coach, a mentor, a speaker. And uh, she really is caring for her clients. She's going to give us some great tips. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. 
All right. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, today's show is all about caring for your clients. First segment, we had on Jim Toner, uh, Bring in the Wolves, and uh, he gave us some great advice. Uh, probably my biggest golden nugget that I took out of that um, was, you know, really, you learn from your failures, and those become your greatest experiences, and be authentic to yourself. If you've got failures, share what you've learned, uh, make sure and um, and and really be your authentic self, too. So uh, joining me now, I have Coach Kelly Porter. I met Coach Kelly when I was in Chicago, was immediately impressed by her story of perseverance, uh, what she's been through, what she's overcome. Um, I have her joining here with me today, and she's going to talk a little bit about her story, but also how to really help love and care for your clients, uh, which is going to make your your business sustainable. So uh, Coach Kelly, are you on with us? Yes, I'm here, okay. Allison. How well, are you? I'm so, I'm so good. So the first thing I want to do, <laughs> I'm going to give you permission to brag. So, Coach Kelly, tell us <laughs> some of your greatest accomplishments before we get into your story and everything else. Some of my greatest accomplishments. Yes. Well, um, I'll speak to the personal accomplishments versus business. Okay. All right. uh, my greatest accomplishments will have to be having survived and thriving and really living an authentic life after experiencing 30 years of abuse. Wow. That is my greatest personal accomplishment. Yeah, I just got the goosebumps um, when you said that. I, that. That is quite the accomplishment. Yes, because most people don't live through that. So that is, that is truly my greatest. Uh, mm-hmm. If we just speak to kind of personal and business, I would say I never imagined that I would be a six-time author. So that is a phenomenal accomplishment for me. Um, I'll be releasing my sixth book in January. So that is something really extraordinarily for me, especially having experienced Mm -hmm. what I have. And then I would say um, another accomplishment is becoming a personal development and transformation coach because it's given me the opportunity to utilize my life and help heal the world. I love that. And that's just what Jim was talking about on the first segment is using those things, your trials, your failures, your, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them, your experiences, your life experiences, uh, negative, to really turn those into positive and help people. So, Coach Kelly, I mean, how did you go from 30 years of tragic abuse to now being able to stand up on stage and inspire people? Because, you know, I know there's people listening to the show that said, well, you know, I've, I've had some tough things happen. How do I really turn those around and help people? What What was your journey? What changed for you or what inspired you to do what you're doing today? Well, um, I would say maybe 10 years, 20 years in, I, I realized that everything that was occurring in my life, one, wasn't necessarily to me. Mm. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Everything that was happening in your life wasn't necessarily to you? It wasn't happening happening to you? Okay, I got it. It wasn't happening to me, right? So that was a turning point in my life when I shifted my mindset. I realized that the sexual abuse, the incest, the rapes, and, you know, being abandoned by my parents, I realized that these things were somehow for me. Wow. Because if you look at my first book, I wouldn't have that first book had I not experienced all that I have. So these things were not happening mm-hmm. to me. They were happening for me so that I could discover my purpose in life. My purpose has always been to heal and to reach the masses. Right. And the only way you can really reach the heart if you speak from the heart. I can't speak from the heart 
unless I have firsthand experience. So mm-hmm. that, it was a mindset wow. shift. 20 years yeah. in, there was that mindset shift to realize that, hey, this is some really tough stuff you got going on here, but what are you going to do with it? Are you going to maintain misery or are you going to create a new life for yourself? And I chose to create a new life for myself, of course, through forgiveness. I had to forgive yeah. in order to really see the lessons and then go back and really learn from those lessons oh my of goodness. abuse. And now I teach these lessons. You know, you are you are so speaking to me. Uh, this is really hitting a chord with me or striking a chord with me because, you know, I think all of us go through this at one point or another. And I remember not too long ago, I'm a religious person, really kneeling down and uh, praying and saying, God, why is this happening to me? What, what do you want from me? And I remember distinctly hearing the words, you know, this isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And it's not what I want yeah. from you. It's what I want for you. And um, yes. so when you spoke those words, man, that touched my soul. And I, you know, I think we've probably all been to that point too. And you've been through, I, I mean, I can't say I've been through the, the kind of experiences or abuse that you've been through, but, you know, I've had those mornings where I've lied in bed and, and it's been rough and I, I've been crying and I thought, well, I have two choices. I can stay here and feel sorry for myself or I can get up and tr- keep going and change the world. And, and that's what you did. You got up, you changed Absolutely. the world. You said, I'm going to use these uh, to really motivate and help people. And Kelly, I'm so, so glad that you did that. So today yeah. you are an author. You're inspiring women. You're a motivational speaker um, speaking yeah. on stages. And one of the things that really uh, strikes me about you is the amount of love and care that I feel when I'm in your presence and that people feel when they're in your presence. So what is your message for people that you share through your books and on stage that is so impactful? Two main messages I share. One will always be forgiveness. Always, always, always forgiveness. Because with, the, with forgiveness, there comes a certain amount of emotional freedom. Mm-hmm. If we are not emotionally free and emotionally intelligent, I don't care how much money you, you have. I don't care where you come from. Your life is not going to reach the destiny that you're supposed to because of the emotional and mental blocks. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is forgiveness, removing right. that victim mindset and forgiveness. Stop pointing the finger. Be accountable. So right? quit being a be victim and start being a victor <laughs> in, your, yes, in your life. Absolutely. I love that. Yes, and realize that we are, we are mm-hmm. actually creators. Yeah. We're creators of everything that occurs in our life. It doesn't matter if it's negative. It doesn't matter if it's positive. We're creators. And so I try to teach people if you can create it and it doesn't work for you, then you can create something else. But if you walk around with the victim mindset, how can you create anything other than more victim experiences? Wow. Right? So, so, so what's, your, thing, yeah, what's, your, what's your tip? You know, if somebody's stuck in that victim mindset, they're like, man, all these things are happening to me. Um, all these mm-hmm. people have done horrible things to me. The world's just against me. How do you, what, what is your one piece of advice or the one secret from shifting to that, from that victim mentality into that victor mentality? The main question is to ask yourself. Well, actually, two questions. Okay. Write these oh, down. What can... <laughs> I have done differently. Okay. Are you willing to see yourself? Wow. What can I have done differently? 
Well, right? I think that's it's the biggest our, thing holding my, people yeah. back from from stepping yeah. out of victim mode because if they're a victim, then they don't have to take accountability, like you said. Exactly. But if they if you can't take accountability, then then you really are just uh, subject to whatever's going on around you, and you can, don't have control You're over your stuck. life. But oh, wow, stuck. that's powerful. So what could I have done differently? Mm-hmm. Okay, and be honest mm-hmm. with yourself. I like that. Exactly. The second part I would have to say is stop blaming. Going back to the accountability, mm-hmm. stop pointing the finger everybody's like you 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 did this you did that you did this what about i i i what could i have done differently Mm. how could i have created something better how could i have not how can i all right we gotta go inside we gotta learn a process called introspection where we're looking at ourselves our emotions and our behaviors and once we can master that There is no more looking external of us. Now we can create the desires and we can create the life that we truly, truly Mm -hmm. want because we know everything starts from within first and foremost. Wow. So, so powerful. Introspection. Yeah. So, so Coach Kelly, you, uh, I mean, obviously you're a powerful coach, powerful mentor. The things you're saying are just speaking to my soul. Uh, I'm sure you do that for your clients too. Let's shift a little bit here because I know a lot of people listening are in the coaching world, in the mentoring world, in the speaking world. Um, I appreciate you sharing your journey, your mission, your vision. Let's talk a little bit now about what you're doing with your clients and how you really help them feel like you care for them uh you know really learning to love your clients uh having them feel that from you and caring about them what are your secrets or tips when it comes to that well i'll share this first and foremost um i absolutely do love and adore my clients because my clients are me my clients are me i attract Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. This is really powerful because when you said that, just I was taking a drink of water so I can put set it down fast enough. But um, mm-hmm. this struck a big light bulb. You said your clients are you, but here, here's the thing: you had to learn how to love and forgive so you can love yourself. And if your clients yeah. are you, can you really care for your clients if you haven't learned to care for yourself? Well, that's the the turning point. Is I love Kelly and I adore Kelly. So my clients are me because I only attract masters. They just don't know it at that time. See, my job is to shift the mindset, to get clients to access their self-love, to access the confidence, to access the, the truly powerful source that is already within them. It's just buried under layers and layers and layers of life's experiences and pain and trauma mm-hmm. and things that we haven't moved through. So they are absolutely me. Maybe not me in the space that I'm in, but they are me. I only attract that which I am. So even if a client comes to me and the client is, maybe it's a relationship and and they're looking towards divorce and I've experienced that. So they are me, maybe not in my current space, but in the space that I was in. So I know how to move them through it because I've gone through it already. So all of my clients are me. So that's one of the ways Mm -hmm. that I connect to and love and adore my clients because I love and adore myself first, right? And And then another way. That's so true. Go ahead. Oh, that's so true. I'm just saying, like, the theme I'm noticing throughout the show is I'm bringing on, you know, you and Jim, both super successful people in your spaces, although they may be different spaces. Um, you know, the, the, the ultimate 
theme is that you take your failures, you take your experiences, you learn from them, you grow, and then you pass those on to your clients. And that's how you can best care for and love your clients is to uh, having moved through those experiences, forgive yourself, love yourself, learn from them yourself, and then pass along that love and that light and that learning and that wisdom to your clientele. So many people are so afraid. They're like, I can't share. I can't share my baggage with people. I can't share. It's going to be all about me or I can't. I can't take this experience. I got to just bury it. I got to put it away. People don't want to work with people who've gone through tough stuff. That's absolutely not true. And so I love that right. you're bringing that out. So uh, yeah, yes. that's that's amazing. So when you work with somebody, what does that look like? It, it, it's painful, you know, for the clients. I, I, I encourage my clients to be their authentic self. I encourage my clients to come as a newborn. Mm-hmm. Do not come with the I know attitude because if you come with the I know, you just lost the or you just missed the lesson, right? right. So I always encourage my clients to come to me open. Open, be prepared to cry. Be prepared to go in spaces that you may not want to go in. But be prepared to bring the power out of that space. And transform your life. So my sessions consist of tears. Mm. You know, they consist of truth, raw truth. I mean, me encouraging my clients and teaching them how to look at themselves, how to look at their flaws, look at their shadows, look at parts of them that they might not even like and teaching them how to love it all. Love all of it. The pain, the agony, the greatness, the joy, and everything that has occurred, that will occur, and that's going to occur later on. Love and embrace all of it because it's going to make you a better person. You just have to be willing to find the positivity how in do it. You, how do you do that, though? I, you know, one of the things when I first met you in Chicago, and you said, hey, I've, I've learned to really love my abuse. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. oh, my gosh, that's crazy. How can you How can you love something like that? So, it, you know, how, what's your what's your tip or your secret? Can you share that with well, us? <laughs> give, give me something. Give me it's, something. Actually, it's actually one of my uh, coaching uh it's a session for my coaching, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have what we call master teachers. Okay. These are teachers who show up and they hurt your heart, right? These are the people who show up and teach you at the soul level. But unfortunately, we live in a world where we're, we're assumed to be in this physical world. But in, in reality, there is a spiritual side to all of us. Mm-hmm. And it, it exists. And these master teachers can be your mother, your father, your teacher, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But they're the people who hurt you. Yeah. They're the people who hurt you. And one of the things people have to do is we have to find out one or explain to ourselves what that person did. What did you learn from it? Mm-hmm. And then you acknowledge that person. For okay, it. hold on. But say say on those it. things. Say those three things again, because I think that's worth so taking note of. What? Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. one is to identify the teacher. So okay. I have 13 teachers. So identify the teacher. Okay. And then what did the teacher do? And then what did you learn from that teacher? And then what do you have to acknowledge that teacher Four. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the third aspect, what did you learn? You can't say anything negative. It has wow. to be something positive, which is going to require some thought. It's going to require you to really go deep down inside of you into the, the realest and deepest part of you to pull out something positive when we're speaking of something negative. So, so what, I'll give you an example. Yeah, give me an example. I was just going to say, what did you I'll learn? Give you <laughs> give it. You so, read my mind. Uh, when, I was, when I was in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. uh, the guy was very physically abusive, emotionally, and you know, just just really bad relationship. And one of the things that I learned when I walked away from him, he was teaching me to love myself because there's no way you're going to allow anyone to mistreat you, especially hit you constantly if you love yourself. 
There's no way. So when I walked away, that was my chance to forgive him and turn inward and look at Kelly and say, why did you stay? Why do you feel worthless? Why do you not feel like you deserve someone better? Do you not love yourself? Right? So these are the questions that you have to look at. So once we start to look at the facts, the truth, and not the other person, I couldn't look for him for any answers for me. I have to look inside of me. So what he was teaching me was, you need to look deep inside of you, honey. Find out why do you not feel like you deserve Mm -hmm. love? Why do you not love yourself? See, these are great lessons, but another person would say, if you left an abusive relationship, oh, that man did this to me, that man did that to me, he was a dog, he was nothing, and blah, 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 but you're missing the greatest point. He's showing up to teach you about you. Well, I love it. I love it, Kelly. Uh, You know, that's something that's hard to do. I can see why people would need coaching and mentoring through this. Uh, We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back more with Coach Kelly, we're going to bring Jim back into the station, uh, talk with him a little bit more, too. And uh, Kelly, when we come back uh, i want your website and your information about your books i know there's people out there saying hey this is this is really touching my heart i want to know how to get more of kelly so don't go anywhere coming up next we're going to bring kelly and jim together uh, for some power more power packed information on how to really care for your clients and turns out yourself Uh, see you in just a minute Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. 
All right, we're back with Jim and Coach Kelly. Uh, it was a close call. Jim stepped out for that second segment. He's here live in studio today. Coach Kelly's phoning in. I went back. I went out to get uh, Jim during that commercial break, and I couldn't find him. I was saving the entire Jim. universe, not just the world. The universe. Okay. You don't understand. I'm, I'm sure you were. Well, excited to have both of you here. Before we get too far into this segment, uh, Coach Kelly, I wanted you to give everybody your uh, contact information um, just so they know how to get a hold of you. Absolutely. So my website is www.kellyporter.com. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y-P-O-R-T-E-R.com. Um, yeah, it looks great. It was on your website this morning. It looks really good. Okay, so we've got Kelly here. We've got Jim here. You know, the whole theme of this show, and Jim, I know you stepped out, so I'm going to fill you in here. Kelly was talking about basically, you know, similar to what you were talking about, how important the experiences that we have in our life and those failures, how they really play into uh, making us the best that we are today in business, helping our clients feel like we care for them. And and big part of that is is learning from those failures ourselves, which I love that you brought up. Um, now, I want to shift directions a little bit here because both of you are authors. We're talking about caring for our clients today. I think books is a great way to reach people and touch people. And quite frankly, there are people that aren't going to be able to afford your services, but they can probably afford to buy your book. So, Kelly, you've, you're on your sixth book. Jim, how many books have you written? Uh, four. So four books. Uh, so I want to hear a little bit more about your uh, experiences with books. Uh, Jim, What's what? if there was one book right now, based on the show that we've had today, that you want people to read, what would that be? Of mine? Yeah, of yours. Well, sending the wolves, for sure, simply because in business, I mean, I've gone through horror stories. And the, the average business person out there has no mm-hmm. idea of the dangers that are lying in wait, you know, from, uh, I'd be willing to say that the average small business owner violates probably 12 federal laws by noon every day. Oh my gosh, that's scary, but I know that that applies to me. No, for real. I did not just say that. And and listen, here's another horrifying (laughs) truth that people don't want to hear, but it's the truth. If you make over 150 grand a year, you've got a bullseye on you. You Uh, are a government piggy bank. Oh, and man, that, I get all squirmy here like my neck's itching. I'm sort of yeah. <laughs> oh, So the, you know, the <laughs> Send in the Wolves, I made a point yeah. to talk about the um, horror stories I went through that I didn't see coming, and here's how to prevent it, and here's how to fix it if you're in it. So to me, it's worth millions because I know what it costs me to know that information. Yeah, that's great. And, and the fact that you could all put it in a book. Now, was this self-published? Or yeah. what did you, so you self-published, self-published yeah, that yeah. book. And then, and then John added, I, I wrote a book called Send in the Wolf first. Mm-hmm. And then John liked it. And he's like, hey, can we do one together? So we did Send in the Wolf. So John added a whole uh, step-by-step marketing section oh, to it cool. also for because business owners don't know how to yeah. market. That, that's really yeah. cool. So, uh, Coach Kelly, tell us about uh, your book that if there was one book that people listening, you say, hey, you, you got to read this book uh, and this is why, what would that be? I would have to say of my six books, it would be the one that is coming out in January, uh, Detox or Diet. The reason being is because mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily uh, completely speaking to the physical aspect of our being. I'm speaking to all aspects, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical, and how we need to detox our entire being of the stinking thinking, the uh, unhealthy uh, unhealthy emotions, uh, the inability to listen to our intuition, and just putting garbage in our mouths. All of that has to be detoxed in order mm-hmm. for us to really, really start to create the life that we deserve and um, 
honestly, like this is probably going to be one of my best books because I'm again pouring uh, my my personal experiences again of how emotionally. Uh, I was unstable and the mental instabilities and the physical toxins and how I wasn't connected with the universe and how all of these instabilities basically created the physical dis-ease in my body and what it took for me to really heal when I thought I was going to die. So I think this is going to be, this is probably going to be one of the best books because it speaks to the entire life quadrant of a person. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, you know, so writing these books, uh, again, it's so easy to write a book now. Um, it's so easy to get a book published. Um, you know, it's it's almost hurts you more not to have a book. So exactly. congratulations on both of you for, for uh, Thank you. pursuing that, for writing the books. Um, you're... you're you're really incentivizing me. You're encouraging me just by listening to you. I got to get my next book out. Um, the, the, <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about, and, and this is my very favorite question to ask people, and, and you'll see why in just a minute. But uh, tell me a success story that you've had, Kelly, with one of your clients. With one of my clients, yes. Um, I had one client a couple of years ago. She had experienced uh, sexual abuse, and one thing that was very, very traumatizing to her was the cologne that she would smell. Mm -hmm. And one of our exercises was for her to take on that cologne. She had to literally spray the cologne. She had to be back in that moment where uh, she was being molested, but of course mm -hmm. we were not in that moment. I wanted to separate her mindset. Right. I had to separate her mindset from the moment of child molestation to the moment of today. We're right here, right now. That's only cologne. And she had to walk around the room a few times and just spray it. It was a small bottle. Kind of spray it and spray it and spray it until she became present to right where she was today. And after she walked around the table maybe five or six times, she kind of just tossed it like she was shooting a basketball into the garbage can, and she was like, yes, thank you. And since that day, her life has just completely changed. She's moved forward, and it doesn't affect her that she was sexually molested, and now when she sees the cologne or she smells it, she doesn't break out into a sweat. And wow. that part of healing means so much to me. Well, you healing know, is everything. You know, uh, what really strikes me about you too, Kelly, is we're talking about caring for clients today. Sometimes it's that, that tough love. It's the, you know, helping people really break through those yeah. barriers that's going to really mm -hmm. do the most for your clients. And I think sometimes we shy away, and Jim was talking about this earlier too, you know, sometimes we shy away from telling our clients things they might not want to hear. But in the long run, yeah. if you really want results, you have to be willing to be honest, you can't be the smoke and mirrors. You can't just tell people what they want to hear. You have to say, yeah. here's the problem. Now I'm going to help walk you through this. You've hired me to do this. You've invested in me. Now trust me through this process and um, let's create yeah. a lasting change together. So uh, thank you for sharing that story. I just, yeah, you know, I got the chills when you were telling it. Um, I think that's a very powerful example of how somebody can let something that's been crippling them, uh, you know, how they can really move forward and use an experience and, and realize, hey, I'm not the victim of that experience. I'm the victor over. It. I'm the master. Uh, Jim, that's what's right. what's what's your favorite success story or one of them? Uh, you know, I don't equate success in terms of money um, mm -hmm. necessarily. So to me, the important ones are when I know I've made a a big impact in someone's life. Uh, for instance, I'll get a lot of letters from people that I taught investment real estate years ago. And I'll get letters saying, hey, just want to let you know that I've been able to quit my job now, thanks to you. Wow. And I don't know how my own full-time business, I'm investing in real estate. Those things mean a lot to me because 
you know, people that are trapped in that prison of if I don't have a real job, I have no security, I, you know, mm -hmm. my, and the reality is that's, they have no security. There is no security. You have to make your own security. And so my goal is always to try to open the doors for people. Look, let's make our own security. Here's one way of doing it. And so I get a lot of letters from people and emails saying, uh, thanks for that. Um, believe it or not, I get letters from, um, I used to do radio in Pittsburgh, and um, I get letters from people in prison saying, man, I heard your show, because you know, my show is about real estate investing, but half of it was personal development. Just mm -hmm. getting people pumped up. Look, let's get out of our heads here and start thinking a little bit bigger. And you know, like Coach Kelly says, you know, stinking thinking, Zig's old thing. You know, too much stinking thinking going on. And I would get letters from people in prison saying, you know, you fired me up. Can you send me a copy of your book? I'm like, yeah, like where do I send it though? You know, it's in prison. They would yeah. send the prison address. So things like that mean a lot to me. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's great if someone says, hey, I made 50 grand or 60 grand. That's cool. But I'd rather know that I made some type of psychological difference for them yes. for the better. So so here's a question mm -hmm. for you, because I was just dealing with this, you know, and I, I tend to agree with you. But I was sharing with uh, um, somebody who, who I work with a lot, an example, an experience. I was on the phone yesterday um, with, with somebody who uh, basically they met somebody who had met somebody at one of the events that I had done and because of what she shared with them they their lives had been saved they were basically dying of cancer and she introduced something to them that saved their life and for me listening to them you know this guy's thanking me he's like thank you so much for doing this event for you know bringing these people yep. together because of that my life saved and I'm thinking this is amazing mm -hmm. uh, yet as I was sharing that experience with somebody uh, earlier today they brought up a good point and they said well that's great and you know it's nice that you know about that but really that didn't make any money and the business can't keep going if you don't make money and I, I felt like somebody poked a big pin in my yeah. bubble and burst it but you know but there is some truth to that I mean you can do all the good in the world uh, but if you don't make any money you can't keep doing it so how do you how do you balance mm -hmm. those well uh, <laughs> it's funny um you know, I guess we could probably all three of us agree that if someone said who's the most wholesome person you've ever heard of, I mean, Mother Teresa would I know, probably I was thinking be, of her just be on the top. <laughs> well, you know, I happen to study her extensively. Yeah. I read all the books about her. I mean, the truth is she was a multimillion dollar corporation, not for her benefit, but uh -huh. for her cause. She right. had her her gig where, you know, her thing was, you know, I'm going to save everybody. But she recognized the power of a buck. And she can get a private jet at the snap of a finger. She knew how to raise millions of dollars mm -hmm. at the snap of a finger. So capitalism, you know, goes hand in hand with philanthropy sometimes. You can't best serve the poor by being one yourself. Yeah, so you've got to so learn. True. <laughs> so true. You know, and you know, as, just as you're saying that, thank you for bringing that up because people think of Mother Teresa and they don't think that she was running this multi-million oh. dollar corporation, but she was, and she was a smart businesswoman. And mm -hmm. Coach Kelly, I'm going to come to you in just a minute, but you know, this comes back mm -hmm. to this weekend. I'm doing one of my favorite events that I do. It's called the Spirit Summit. It's in LA. Basically bringing together these group of socially conscious entrepreneurs who celebrate charities, nonprofits, and organizations that are making a positive impact in the world. The last one, we were able to, to give away over $75,000 worth of services and cash. Uh, you know, there's somebody who got picked up by PBS to do a whole documentary about them from the exposure they got there. It was such a feel-good event, and I just loved it. But when I got to the bottom line of the event, I'm like, oh, we lost money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I love this event, and Doesn't it's work. so great to do it. But, you know, and, and as I'm coming up and doing this other one, I changed a few things so that, you know, we could at least 
always cover our costs. But again, it's like, I want to keep doing these over and over again. But if I can't pay for them, I can't do them. So just kind of an interesting. So I, I really appreciate what you brought up. Uh, Kelly, what do you have to say about that? Well, I agree. Um, if, if you're going to do it for free, then just do it for free. But at the end of the day, um, yes, we are entrepreneurs. We're coaches. We're light workers. We have all of these titles, but we have bills. We have bills. We have children. We have families. We have lifestyles. And, you know, there's the five basic necessities of life. One that needs to be met and anything else is great. But there's no way <laughs> I think we will make it if we just give, 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 give and not receive. We have to receive. Right. And the receiving is our payment. So there's givers and there's receivers. I'm a giver because I give you the life that you need, the information that you need. And I'm a receiver because I have to be a reimbursed for my work. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where I donate my services because I think we have to be able to uh, give, especially when we're in the position to be blessed. We need to bless others. Mm -hmm. So I may do four uh, free speaking engagements a year, or I may take on a client who cannot afford my complete services. But oh, absolutely, we, we have to be mindful of this is our purpose. And I don't call it work. This is our purpose in life. And so I don't punch a clock. So if this is my purpose and this is why I was born and this is what I'm supposed to be doing, even the Bible says, uh, you know, if you don't work, you don't get paid, right? So if, if I'm doing this for a hobby, then I'll just go somewhere and do it for a hobby. But no, we have to absolutely be reimbursed for our work because otherwise, besides the healing and besides um, uh, just empowering people, what is your motivation besides yeah. that? Money motivates everybody. Right. It's the natural <laughs> motivator besides knowing that you have clients out that's writing you letters and praising you for the work that you do. But at the end of the day, you got to live. Well, you I have to live. Yeah, and I think there, there's a good balance there. And I wanted to bring this up because the theme of this show is caring for clients. And, so, you know, somebody said to me before, they said, well, if you really cared, you wouldn't charge me. And I thought, well, no, <laughs> that's, that's not true. If because you really care, you charge them double. Exactly, <laughs> because they're going to invest in it and you can keep your business going. So, yeah, I appreciate Oh, man, we could keep going. I'm just looking at the time here. I got my, and, our, and our time is basically up. So I want to give Jim uh, one last chance to say maybe a sentence or two, uh, sum this up and then give us again how people can get a hold of you and then Coach Kelly to you and uh, and then I think our showtime is going to be over but uh, Jim what do you what are your last thoughts your closing thoughts here be true to yourself the world is your oyster there is no limit on opportunity out mm -hmm. there you just it's cliche but just go for it and your just website go. What's that? Oh, Your website. website? Uh, SendInTheWolves.com All right. Jim Wolves. Toner, everybody. SendInTheWolves.com Coach Kelly. Yes, I love that, Jim. Be yourself. Always be your authentic self, and the world will adjust to you. Website, www.kellyporter.com, and that's Kelly with an E-Y. Thank you so much. I've been a privilege to have Kelly Porter and Jim Toner joining us today. I'm Allison H. Larson. You can find out more about what I do at www. Well, how about www? Do we really need to say that anymore? No. Anyway, go to soulintuition.com. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week where we'll have more great people uh, who have transformed their lives and are now working to transform the lives of others. See you next week. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.